Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Neptune Wellness Solutions Incorporated second quarter 2022 earnings call. Today's conference is being recorded. At this time, I'd like to turn the conference over to Walter Pinto, Managing Director of KCSA Strategic Communications. Thank you, Operator, and good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for the Neptune Wellness Solutions fiscal second quarter 2022 earnings conference call. With me today are Michael Camrata, President and Chief Executive Officer, and Randy Weaver, Chief Financial Officer. As a reminder, all amounts discussed today are in Canadian dollars. No remarks made contain forward-looking information representing our expectations as of today may be subject to change. Today's conference call contains non-IFRS measures, specifically adjusted EBITDA, to provide investors with supplemental measure of our operating performance and thus highlight trends in our core business that may not otherwise be apparent when relying solely on IFRS financial measures. Management also uses adjusted EBITDA in order to facilitate operating performance comparisons from period to period, prepare annual operational budgets, and assess our ability to meet our capital expenditure and working capital requirements. Adjusted EBITDA is not recognized, defined, or standardized measure under IFRS. Our definition of adjusted EBITDA will likely differ from that used by other companies, including our peers, and therefore comparability may be limited. Non-IFRS measures should not be considered a substitute for or in isolation from measures prepared in accordance with IFRS. Investors are encouraged to review our financial statements and disclosures in their entirety and are cautioned not to put undue reliance on non-IFRS measures and view them in conjunction with the with the most comparable IFRS financial measures. We do not undertake any obligation to update any forward-looking statement, except as may be required by Canadian and U.S. securities laws. Assumptions were made in preparing these forward-looking statements, which are subject to risks, as laid out in our public filings, found on CDAR and EDGAR. I would now like to turn the call over to Michael. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for your time today. I'm excited to share a number of updates with you that are part of our larger growth strategy for Neptune and that position the company for success. So let's jump right in. This morning, we reported our fiscal second quarter 2022 results. The revenue for the quarter totaled 15.7 million, a 27% increase from Q1. This was our third consecutive quarter of revenue growth since making the strategic pivot to focus on branded revenue. We continue to make improvements to our top line as well as our gross and operating margins. Our scaling efforts have gained traction. We've reduced expenses across our brands and subsidiaries. During the quarter, our market position and product demand was better than expected in cannabis, organic food and beverage, and nutraceuticals, which continues us on our path to profitability. Before we move on to our operational highlights for the quarter, I would like to provide shareholders with an update on our strategic review committee, through which the board, in partnership with management, began evaluating the company's business plan 
capital deployment, and long-term strategic recommendations to enhance shareholder value. Through a thorough review of the company's near-term opportunities and existing operational and financial position, the management developed a comprehensive action plan focused on unlocking shareholder value through the improvements of Neptune's cost structure, as well as through the reallocation of resources towards high-growth projects. Per our announcement, the Board of Directors has approved the management's comprehensive action plan, which we have begun implementing immediately. The plan includes cost-cutting initiatives and reorganization of the company's operations and resources towards high-growth and high-margin opportunities that are estimated to generate an annual cost savings of over $10 million USD. These measures will provide immediate and reoccurring cost savings, positioning Neptune for profitable growth and improved cash flow going forward. Randy Weaver, our newly appointed interim chief financial officer, was instrumental in developing these action steps and will elaborate on the individual measures in the financial section shortly. To that end, I would like to welcome Randy to the Neptune team. I feel confident that his financial expertise will be invaluable as we execute on our action plan. Now I'll turn to the operational highlights from the fiscal second quarter. First, let's talk about cannabis. During the quarter, cannabis continued to be a key growth driver for us as we more than doubled our Canadian store count to over 1,000 from 400 stores in the prior quarter. And as such, our revenue growth has accelerated in each category across Moodring and Panhash brands. Our current store presence marks the halfway point along our path to penetrate 2,000 store market where we operate. Alberta, British Columbia, Ontario, and Quebec, representing over 80% of Canada's total legal market. Following the launch of our flower brands in the first quarter and in August of this year, we achieved significant growth, represented by a 4.7 times increase in flower sales compared to the prior quarter, as consumer demand for Neptune's carefully selected strains grew well beyond our expectations Additionally, we are excited to announce the launch of our Mood Ring vape products in the territories of Ontario, Alberta, and British Columbia. One vape product line in Ontario and two vape products in lines across Alberta and British Columbia. Our new vapes feature premium strains with 510 thread cartridges and are produced sustainably with biodegradable mouthpieces. The product leverages our patented extraction process which produces large quantities using low amounts of energy. We see a significant opportunity to scale these high-margin products across Canada, which will help us meet our $1 million CAD per month run rate. The vape market is a fast-growing segment of the Canadian cannabis market, currently the third-largest category by sales in Canada, according to headset data. We plan to continue introducing new cannabis products in the coming quarters and additional SKUs within our existing product lines to scale growth. Last month, we were granted an extraction patent, which protects a process that we have developed through years of science-backed research. With this patent, we are able to license our processes to cannabis manufacturers, which would expedite the time to market and improve yields, and ultimately presenting an opportunity for Neptune to generate additional sources of reoccurring high-margin revenue for years to come. Furthermore, we see an opportunity to license this technology, allowing us to gain exposure to developing cannabis markets, such as in the United States, without the need to establish operations. Next, let's move on to nutraceuticals. We have achieved a record revenue quarter for Biodroga, our B2B supplement subsidiary. This was largely driven by a continued increase in consumer demand for immune-boosting supplements, as well as the launch of our recent innovations, which attracted new partners, 
Like most in the industry, we have seen modest supply and retail price increases for our products, which have been absorbed by the consumer. Launching innovative turnkey solution products is critical for this category as our partners rely on us to produce exciting new products to keep consumers engaged. Our data demonstrates that consumers are interested in alternative delivery forms. As a result, we have been working on and recently launched a line of vitamin sprays and pumps in the U.S. and in Canada. Thus far, the products have been well received and expected to expand our distribution over the rest of this calendar year and into next. We also are proud to have recently launched our new Biodroga website and have been increasing our participation at industry events to elevate Biodroga's brand awareness. Now let's turn to organic food and beverages. We have significantly improved our market position and financial strength in the second quarter, following one, the full integration of Sprouts, two, the continued expansion in the U.S. market, three, the introduction to select Canadian retailers, and four, the improvements in the supply chain. Despite industry-wide supply chain issues, we were able to manage fulfillment on strong consumer demand throughout the quarter and successfully expanded into hundreds of new sales, leading to quarter-over-quarter top-line growth. As mentioned in our strategic review update, we have improved supply chain efficiency and reduced overall supply chain costs which will lead to gross margin improvements and improved cash flow. During the quarter, we started production of the Cocomelon characters relating to our licensing agreement with Cocomelon, the world's leading children's entertainment brand. We expect to begin distributing these products by the end of the year. Finally, while we're not yet prepared to talk about the impact of ESG today, I want to make it very clear. Neptune cares deeply about and is committed to integrating ESG throughout all of our business. We will have more to say on this topic next quarter. With that, I will turn over the call to Randy to discuss the financial results. Thanks, Michael. First, I'm thrilled to join Neptune's management team. It's an exciting time. We're completing an incredible transformation in a very short period of time, becoming a diversified CPG company. As we look ahead, we have lots of opportunities to scale our brands across high-growth markets, cannabis, nutraceuticals, food, and beverage, with truly good-for-you products and good-for-the-planet products. Now, let's get into our financial results for the quarter. We can discuss the operational and financial action steps as well that we've recently taken to unlock shareholder value. Our second quarter 2022 revenue was $15.7 million. That's an increase of 27% from first quarter revenue of $12.4 million and a decrease of 38% compared to the year-ago quarter. The year-over-year comparisons are somewhat difficult because of our business transformation. The decline between years was primarily driven by a reduction in COVID-19-related products that were no longer selling, as well as our transition out of our B2B extraction business in favor of the current B2C cannabis business. Those declines were partially offset by an increase in food and beverage from our Sprout acquisition, The quarter-over-quarter sales growth was mainly attributable to the expansion of Sprout products across North American retailers and record sales from BioDroga, our B2B nutraceuticals business. Negative gross profit during the quarter was $1.5 million, including inventory impairments of $3.7 million related to sugar leaf and innovation operations. That compares to negative gross profit of $4.7 million in the year-ago period, It's an improvement of 3.2 million, or over 65%, even with the inventory impairment. SG&A expenses for the quarter were $17.8 million, a decrease of 600,000 compared to the same period of the prior year. The SG&A decrease was driven by a reduction in advertising fees related to AMI warrants and other one-time expenses in the comparable period, partially offset by increases in salaries and benefits, 
marketing, insurance, and bad debt. Net loss attributable to Neptune for the quarter was $14 million, which declined from a net loss of $22 million in the comparable year-ago period. The decrease in net loss is mainly attributable to increased gross margins, a decrease in SG&A, and a positive revaluation of derivatives. Adjusted EBITDA loss during the quarter was $9.5 million, an improvement of $3.5 million versus our adjusted EBITDA loss of $13 million in the comparable year-ago period. The improvement in adjusted EBITDA is mainly attributable to increased gross margins due to the exit from several product lines. Moving on to our balance sheet, we ended the quarter with $30.8 million in cash on hand. We expect our cash on hand to be adequate for the foreseeable future. Currently, we have little debt, all of which is subordinated, and at the same time, we have assets to leverage. We may seek additional financing in various forms to ensure we have the right funding and structure in place to support our growth trajectory. In the past, we have been successful with these fundraisings. We expect to be successful again. However, there can be no assurance that will be the case. I would like to now talk about additional details related to the action plan coming out of Neptune's strategic review. As Michael noted, the Board of Directors approved initial actions for a comprehensive action related to our strategic review. Our plan includes cost-cutting initiatives and reorganization of the company's operations. In focusing our resources towards high growth and high margin opportunities, we're estimating annual cost savings of $10 million U.S. or $12 million Canadian. We've already begun executing these actions. Immediately, we're prioritizing Biodroga, Sprout Foods, and Cannabis as the key growth drivers of our business moving forward. We're putting all of our resources toward their success. We expect each of these to contribute positively to our results with limited additional investment. Let's talk about Biodroga first. Biodroga remains a positive contributor and a cornerstone to further develop our suite of nutraceutical products, which can be sold across multiple brands. After a record sales quarter in Q2, we plan to strengthen our brand awareness and promote new products through industry participation and driving traffic to our new website. Sprout has also demonstrated continued progress in the two most recent quarters and remains on track with the Cocoa Melon product launched by the end of this year. We will continue to increase distribution of existing Sprout products and introduce new product offerings. We're implementing several initiatives to improve Sprout's margins and optimize its supply chain. Moving on to cannabis, during our strategic review, we took a hard look at the right strategic direction for this part of our business. Over the last year, our cannabis business in Canada has achieved improved efficiencies and steadily increased its revenues since changing to branded products. We are approaching our goal of $1 million per month run rate, which we expect we will hit in the latter part of our fiscal year. We also now expect that our cannabis business, with limited additional investments, will begin making positive contributions during the second quarter of our coming fiscal year and will be an important part of our growth strategy. We plan to continue executing new product launches, like the Mood Ring Bait products, and will continue expanding our full cannabis product offerings into the four Canadian territories where we operate. We're eliminating non-core operations and reallocating the most promising projects from these groups, including Adult Forest Remedies Gummies, and Ecotable to the corporate team for further evaluation and action. We've implemented immediate personnel reductions to streamline our operations and ensure we have the right organizational structure for the size and scope of our current business. We're placing a temporary freeze on non-essential hiring. These decisions remove SG&A costs while not affecting our growth plans. 
Finally, I want to emphasize that we are fully committed to continuing to build a culture of improved transparency and accountability across the entire business, ensuring we are positioned for success in the long term. We believe this action plan leads to immediate and recurring cost savings, as well as streamlining our focus on our high-margin growth opportunities. In closing, as we look to the remainder of our fiscal year, we remain confident in delivering sequential revenue growth and expect gross margins, as well as adjusted EBITDA, to continue to improve. We will share a more complete outlook for the full year and comment on next fiscal year with our next quarterly call. Let's now turn the call back over to Michael. Thank you, Randy. Before we open the call for questions, I would like to provide a bit more color on our growth strategy, operational initiatives, and our vision for the future. Starting with cannabis, we are rapidly expanding across Canada's territories and have seen outstanding consumer interest in our flower products, which are experiencing strong levels of demand. We attribute the success of our flower products to the unique seasonal selections we offer, carefully chosen by our cannabis team. This has driven quarter over quarter growth across all of our cannabis categories, and as a result, we are quickly approaching our 1 million monthly run rate for cannabis, which we still believe will occur by the end of this fiscal year. The next important milestone for our cannabis business will be the successful rollout of our Mood Ring vapes. As a result of the strong growth of our flower products to date, as well as the launch of our higher margin Mood Ring vape products, we now anticipate a positive contribution from cannabis by the end of next fiscal year. While we continue to establish ourselves as a trusted premium cannabis brand, we are also building a foundation in the maturing CBD market through our various brands and forms such as Mood Ring and Panhas CBD oils. We are also building on the traction from our other health and wellness products, particularly in our nutritional supplements. We are leveraging the most advanced delivery systems and our patented maximal technology to offer consumers flexible products such as vitamin sprays, gummies, soft gels with increased absorption and onset compared to other products. Maximal is a key determiner within our supplement portfolio. It's our omega-3 fatty acid delivery technology that uses enzymes to mimic the natural human digestive system to pre-digest omega-3 fatty acids. Earlier this year, in a randomized, triple-blind, crossover controlled clinical trial, Maximal was proven to be 3.5 times more absorbent than standard fish oil. In addition, we have established study protocols for a clinical study on Maximal's efficacy in advancing both CBD and THC bioavailability and onset and expect patient enrollment to begin in the coming months. The results of both of these studies will allow us to further accelerate the marketing of Maximo by making additional health benefit claims and educating our distribution partners and consumers of the benefits of our product. And we see significant opportunities to license Maximo with CBD and THC, particularly in the United States. Turning to Sprout, we are focusing on our efforts on establishing Sprout as a leading organic baby and toddler foods brand through the introduction of new product lines, notably the Cocoa Melon product launch scheduled for the end of the year. Today, we have continued to generate quarter over quarter sales growth and increasingly penetrate the North American retail chains. In Canada, we are now available in select Metro and London Drugs and Sobe stores. As I look to where Neptune was 12 months ago, I am extremely proud of how quickly we have implemented the strategic shift in our business strategy to a fully integrated consumer packaged good company. 
and our improved operational performance as a result this quarter. The measures we are taking as part of our comprehensive action plan will further enhance our performance in financial position through an annual cost savings estimated at over 10 million USD. Neptune continues to be focused on creating natural, plant-based, sustainable, purpose-driven brands with truly good-for-you and good-for-the-planet products. We believe there is always a greener, healthier, better way and are committed to embedding environmental and social governance in all levels of our business. Before I conclude today's prepared remarks, I would like to thank our employees for their dedication and hard work, as well as thank all investors and stakeholders for their commitment to Neptune and our long-term mission to deliver all natural products that Neptune and its customers can stand behind. Operator, you may now open the line for questions. Thank you. If you'd like to ask a question, please signal by pressing star 1 on your telephone keypad. If you are using a speakerphone, please make sure your mute function is turned off to allow your signal to reach our equipment. Again, press star 1 to ask a question, and we'll pause for just a moment to allow everyone an opportunity to signal. And our first question will come from Aaron Gray with Alliance Global Partners. Hi, good evening, and uh, thank you for the questions. And uh, Randy, welcome aboard to the team. Um, so first question for me, uh, I want to dive into the cannabis business. You know, you guys talked about the quarter-over-quarter quarter trends uh, seem to highlight Sprout and Biodroga more than cannabis. But at least according to some of the third-party data, you know, cannabis seems to be doing very well quarter-over-quarter. Quarter. So just wanted to get some... You know, further commentary specifically about how cannabis, um, you know, did during the quarter, and then also in terms of your commentary on reaching the one month uh, by the end of the fiscal year. Uh, you know, again, according to that data, it appears that you might already, you know, be approaching that. So just wanted to kind of dig a little bit further into that commentary. And then, uh, you know, lastly on cannabis, positive contribution uh, by 2Q fiscal 2023. Just want to clarify, is that a, that's a gross margin when you say positive gross uh Contributions, just want to clarify that. Thank you. When, when we talk about positive contribution for the cannabis business, we're talking about the overall operation contributing positively to corporate overhead. Um, and certainly we expect to have positive gross margin before that. Uh, in terms of the quarter over quarter revenue growth, uh, yes, uh, the cannabis business is, is continuing to increase quarter over quarter, and we are approaching that million-dollar-a-month figure. Um, we don't release uh, specific data on that, but we're getting very close, and I think that's why you see us changing the, the forecast for when we're going to achieve uh, cash-positive contributions for, for the cannabis business. Okay, awesome. So, so is it when you say for operations for for cannabis being positive, is it fair to say EBITDA as a proxy for that? EBITDA as a proxy for that. Um, I suppose that's a fair comparison. Yes, I, I think we we certainly look at the business that way, and we're looking at it absorbing all of its overhead there in the plant and contributing positively to the corporate overhead. So EBITDA would be a fair comparison of that, I believe. Okay, awesome. Uh, that's great to hear. Um, and then just second question for me, sticking to Canvas more kind of high-level top-line opportunities. Uh, you know, a lot of movement within the market in terms of, you know, pricing pressure, 
some of the current larger market share players, you know, losing share. You guys have been some of the gainers, it appears, according to third-party data. So, you know, Michael, we've talked about in the past in terms of the opportunities uh, for you guys to kind of gain share there. A lot of people seem to be using, you know, pricing as a lever to gain market share. So as you're looking to continue to build out the flower brand uh, and now entering Mood Ring with Vape, just want to see how you are now analyzing the marketplace and where you're seeing opportunities for market share gains. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's really focusing on, on the quality of the product. And I think the seasonal selection has worked really well with us because we've definitely seen that the consumer is constantly changing its requirements and 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 definitely what its profile is. So, like, for instance, a lot of our flowers, they have over 24% THC with over up to 3% or more terpenes. So we've been really focusing on what the consumer is buying in flower and also looking at that profile and that taste. So think about, like, craft, brew, uh, craft experience uh, in the flower. So I think it's driven a lot of demand. And we actually learned a lot from our initial launches and, and definitely honing in and focusing on that. I think that when it comes into the vapes, I think that's an area because of our unique patent that we've gotten and, and a lot of our experience uh, with that facility to be able to, to be able to have a premium margin as well as be able to, to be reactive if needed. But we definitely are focusing on the trends of what the consumer is buying. Even our capsules that you kind of alluded to and, 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 and in the market, we've actually been overperforming our expectations. And so we definitely are seeing that we're, we have products that can be ranking number one in certain areas. And so our focus was really looking at that consumer and making sure that we have the right product for them, as well as being very cognizant of their adaption and, and obviously in the different territories. And I think vapes is going to be a huge key, uh, key for us and especially because of our technology and also our focus on making sure that, you know, we're supporting the consumer with their, their goals too. Like we're planting trees with different purchases and stuff along those lines and really getting connected to the consumer and what their desires are. Okay, great. Thank you very much for the call. And I'll go ahead and jump back into the queue. And our next question will come from Gerald Pascarelli with Cohen and Company. Hi, this is Victor Ma on for Gerald Pascarelli, and thanks for taking my question. Uh, now that we're halfway through, you know, fiscal 3Q, can you give some color on how revenues are trending relative to what you delivered this quarter? Can, can you repeat that? I didn't quite understand the question. Yeah, sure. So, so now that we're halfway through fiscal 3Q, can you give some color on how revenues are trending relative to what was delivered this quarter? I think we talked in the remarks about sequential revenue growth, and I believe that's a, that's a fair comparison. We expect, expect to see continuing revenue gains in both our Q3 and our Q4. Great, appreciate the color. And just one more question, if I can. Uh, how much of a benefit did Moodring have on revenues? And and do you expect this to become more pronounced on the back half of this year, or more so in fiscal 23? I, it it had a positive effect on revenues, and I expect it to continue for the rest of the fiscal year and and into 23, and continuing beyond that, actually. Understood. Appreciate the color. Thanks.
And once again, if you'd like to ask a question, please press star one. And we'll pause for just a moment. And we have no further questions signaled at this time, so I'd like to conclude today's conference call. Thank you everyone for your participation and have a great day. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.